0: Lord God, thanks again for always uh, just drawing us together. Thank you that in your holiness that you invite us in to know more of you and, and to grow together in, in our faith. And thank you for uh, redeeming us and, and making us new. And so, Lord, as we just spend some time considering to look at what it means to serve you and serve others, I pray that we would uh, grow in our ability to do just that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So Mark 9, verse 41 says, For truly, truly, I say to you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ will by no means lose his reward. So let's look at Matthew 25, 31 through 46 and see how that helps shed some light on Mark 9, 41. So when someone gets to Matthew 25, please read it out loud. Last question on the front page is where we're at.
1: Or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Oh, to 46, 46. okay. Uh For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. Okay, so
2: <laughs>
0: this is uh, some, some challenging words um, that Jesus has to say here. Uh, but how, let's just keep it for discussion's sake in light of verse 41 of Mark chapter 9. For truly I say to you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ will by no means lose his reward. So how does that passage in Matthew greater explain what Jesus is saying in nine forty one.
3: Well caring for others. If you care for others by faith you are indeed caring for Jesus. I mean you're you're stooping low just like Jesus Mm stooped low. Because he washed the disciples' feet, he stooped low, Mm -hmm. and we should likewise
4: (coughs) serve.
0: Yeah. See.
4: I was going to say, I've noticed over there for myself, I can't speak for anybody else, but a lot of times it's not just uh, walking away from somebody. You know, many, many times the Holy Spirit, you know, it's not like you just refuse to do it. But a lot of times uh, the Holy Spirit will give you an unction or a a direction of of being obedient, of encouraging you to help. And it's not just you picking the choice over there. Sometimes the Lord will tell you uh, to do something. And uh, he's been faithful to honor himself if you're
0: listening. Yes, Connie.
1: It says serving the least of those. And I think that's sometimes what our biggest problem is, because
0: when do you enable and when do you serve? Sure. Yeah. Well, I find it interesting that the question from the unrighteous and the righteous is the same. When did we do this? Um, And so I think that the challenge that we have is are we living our lives in such a way that we're always just serving others? Are we, how are we serving others? Um, because I think that, that the intentionality comes from just a life that is, that is filled with Christ. We will in turn, uh, t- kind of what Steve was saying, we will in turn listen to the Holy Spirit, hopefully, <laughs> and serve those around us. And then we rely on the Holy Spirit to answer your question, Connie, to, to say, okay, are we serving them in a manner that is beneficial for the purposes of God? Right? And that's something we have to rely on the Holy Spirit for because sometimes we don't know. I agree. Sometimes I feel like we are enabling them uh, because the, the Scripture doesn't say um, make sure that, that you, you, you always give every single time regardless of circumstance. It says, no, you need to serve the least of these. So what does that look like? Right? That's something that that, again, is, is we want to be careful not to have this burden that we have to go out now and feed every single person we see on the streets. Not that that's a bad thing to do, um, but I think in everyday life, right, how are we serving those that we come in contact with on a regular basis? How can we, uh, to Harold's point, stoop low and serve them um, in a way that Christ served them and sometimes that means not necessarily just giving a cup of water but it could just mean giving some time to that person listening to that person or whatnot. Steve?
4: I was just saying, this week over there I was uh, chitching with uh, the pastor and this uh, lady out for a hall was over here and I've given her gas money twice when she showed up again and I was struggling with myself over there at least she's showing up to church and on a regular basis that's something but you know, basically, I, I felt like just like you're saying, the conundrum of of enabling, or actually, is the Holy Spirit drawing over there? But you know, there was no response of just you know, give me gas money, and that seems to be the the theme on that. But I mean, there's a a par not a paradox, but a, a conundrum, as Pastor would say, of, of you know, are you enabling to the degree over there? And no, I didn't give her any money this time, but uh, she just left, and walked out the door, and that was it. But I was say that. It's tough. I mean, it's you know, it wasn't like she was hungry, but if you're driving a car and you have a plan for your gas, you might want to ponder that a little before you just drive downtown. I
0: don't know. Well, she did. She stopped here. Yeah. No. Well, but no. I mean, when
1: there was a gas station, just I mean, I'm I,
0: I, in the in her mind. That's what she had planned for. Well, I'll just go get up. That guy'll give me gas money again. So yeah. No, but. But I think that, that again, I think we go back to, so we're talking about circumstances where we're aware of the struggle of whether or not we help somebody or not. What's interesting is when they stand before the king, they ask the same, well, when did I do this? And so I think a life that's filled with Christ is someone who is is serving people. Um, And I think sometimes serving people without so much the awareness that you're serving people, that's just the the disposition of Christ that he's been working in you. You just actually want to help people. Um, And so I think, again, the pressure is... Always, in my opinion, and, but it's always on God, it's not on us. Our problem is we feel like it's our job to make sure that we're doing everything right, that we're, that we're you, you know, oh, I got to make sure I, it was like, wait a second, take a breath, stay in step with the Spirit, and listen, and that takes sometimes more discipline. It's easier to go do stuff than to, to, to listen to the Lord and to follow Him. But at the same time, there is this tension, right? To say, wait a second, I, I should have the heart to help others. How do I exhibit that in, in, in my everyday life? Um, and so I think that, that that's, again, it's an individual thing. The heart is, are we, are we, do we have a heart to serve others? Is it our desire to serve others? It's tough to me to find, um, see if I can say this correctly. I think someone, who, I think stingy Christians um, are, I, I question their Christianity, sorry. I mean, God gave everything to us, and he says, go now, give to others. And so if we're not willing to give up our time, our talents, and our treasures to, to, to serve, not first and foremost, Jesus. Um, and it's a, it's a process. Sometimes, I mean, I, I've been in seasons where I've been more generous than others, and some seasons where I'm not. And I always have to just rely upon um, you know okay lord help me have your heart in all these things um, knowing that i'm a little tainted in my flesh i don't see things quite as clearly I as i would like to that's
3: our condition right, right. we're tainted in that, all of this mm-hmm. we always want to raise that question are we doing this for the right reason
0: right amen
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and then that's always a spiral right <laughs> we just go ah. So we kind of uh, covered this a little bit as we were answering this, but what are some of the challenges to serving the least of these? Let's pick up some other things that we didn't mention.
3: Maybe it's people we don't normally uh, gather with, mm-hmm. see frequently, or we will turn away. I mean, like, common thing is, okay, just walk the other way or something. Mm-hmm. The least of these in, in our case is, sometimes means it's it's the downtrodden, it's mm-hmm. the drug dealer, whatever. I mean, it's the person, mm-hmm. people we don't deal with. We don't want anything to do with.
1: Mm-hmm. We think, too, oh. also of sickness, you know, I mean, looking through here, and, and it takes a lot to take care of someone who is sick, you know, and, um, it just takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of time. It takes, I just think of how many, you know, do give of their, their time to their loved ones in their last and final days that it just is, it takes a lot, you know, out of them in that being that they're the least of these because they're, they don't have anything to give back. Mm-hmm. And you're just giving, 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 giving. And and it can be wearing, you yep. know. Um, cool. And yet the Lord tells us to keep giving, you know. Connie? Um, my,
5: the one example that comes right to my
1: mind is the homeless. I'm afraid of homeless people. I have a niece that goes right in the middle and brings backpacks and everything. Mm-hmm. But we're... Um,
5: We're uncomfortable being around people that we have nothing in common
0: with. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to stay safe. Obviously, <laughs> there's that, but I think that that access to the least of these is sometimes limited for many of us. We don't, we don't see them. We don't, or we don't seek them out either. Let's just call right. that out too. In context too, remember. They were just talking about who is the greatest, and he receives the child. And John says, we saw some people casting out demons, and they weren't part of us. And, and so Jesus is all in this. He's still talking about the least of these. And so I think we still need to look at that child example of helplessness. Because Jesus looked upon the crowds, and he had compassion upon them, and he saw them as harassed and helpless, as people without a shepherd. And so I think when we look at that, is, that helps us define the least of these. Um, uh, and so I think that it's like who are helpless, who really are in a point where um, they they really need a hand up and they need to be lifted up, um, because I think sometimes. And again, this is I, I have to be careful um, because of my context of Northern California, where homelessness was just a, a it was a great choice that many people made to be off the grid. So that that's a that's a different um, circumstance. Um, you, you know, but I think that what where are the where are the people who are truly in need, um, and you guys can throw stuff at me. But the guy who sits in clean uh, shoes and, and pants on the corner that says, "Fell on hard times," with the same poster since three and a half years since we've been here. I'm like, well, it's been three and a half years, and. You know, I remember reading a sign during the pandemic and I'm like, you know, like, well, tell us something we don't know. We've all fallen on hard times right now, you know, and so and so I think that that, you know, again, that's the the challenge of my flesh. Um, And then the the news report and the sheriff say don't give them any money on the street, you know, so uh, and so that's a different, you know, that's a different circumstance. And so, again, how do we have access to the help? So I think we start first within our family, within our church family. Who are those with, that we have access to that are truly helpless and that truly need uh, real help? Um, and again, that's being directed by the Lord. Steve? I
4: was going to say that one of the problems I have over there is uh, <clears throat> when I come around, is it, my time frame. I'll, I'll judge it like I'll be doing 25 things and taking the time to stop to do it. it it's a, it's a, a new what. It's a judgmental nuisance because I'm, <laughs> I, I, I have an agenda. I want to do this, but to stop and do that, you know, I found my, one of the big problems is myself. Yeah. Of Just, you know, I'm, I'm busy, and here you are. I'm, you're in and, and many laughable times is God has purposely put that in there. Who knows to save me from my stupidity over here, to put me over here in a place of safety or some goofiness. But I found my own attitude being checked and and uh, motivated find out what my motivation is. And so, uh,
0: myself, I, I'm, I can improve. Yeah. I think another thing that we need to consider is it's overwhelming to consider all the needs of people in the world. Um, and so we just, we get paralyzed by it. How, how do I, I there's so much need. Um, and so I think that, again, these are just challenges that we face. And again, life in Christ is never to feel like a heavy burden or to feel like, oh man, I have so much to do. And, and it's, it, there's a joy in serving the, the Lord. Jesus had joy in washing the disciples' feet. He had joy in going to the cross. It was hard, but it tells us in Hebrews, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. And so I would say that God would probably say, if you're doing something or serving someone begrudgingly, let's not do it because that's not, that's not the heart that he's looking for. He's going to be like, okay, um, again, going back to their questions. I mean, if you serve someone begrudgingly, you remember it. If you're just serving people and, and then you stand before him and you go, when did I serve people? He goes, well, every time he did, oh, okay, I guess I did it. But those times where you are frustrated by serving people, he goes, I'm not counting those. I mean, I don't know if that's how it works, but again, our salvation is not dependent upon our ability to work. Our salvation is dependent upon the work that Jesus has done in us. And now we work in a life of faith of response to that work with which he's done in us. So there's the old saying, our work's necessary for salvation. No, our work's necessary. Yes. And so again, God uses us to, and the works that he does in and through us after he has finished the work so that he might be proclaimed and, and his light be shed to other people. And so that's where we... Um, James says, I'll show you I'll show you my faith by what I do. So you can talk. The talk is cheap is what James is really saying. Um, and so, again, reputation of Christ in and through us is is what we're looking for. And again, like we all said, our self gets in the way. So we have to rely upon the Lord to lead and guide. Um, so, again, how do the words of Jesus, though... Um, just help us serve others.
3: Well, he set the example. I mean, mm-hmm. he set the bar way up there. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Much higher than we could go. But yeah, he set the example by washing, I mean, just the washing your feet for mm-hmm. one thing, right? And then... Uh, Because then he died for it all. Yeah. I think that, that
0: when in the Matthew account and then this Luke account, or not Luke, but this Mark account, Jesus isn't really saying anything dramatic. Hey, go visit people, feed some people give a cup of water to people. I think often we think in order to serve Jesus, we have to do these great things for the Lord. Rather than saying, if you see an, you know, someone who you know, needs some water, give them some water. If you, if you see somebody, it's like if someone faints on the street, are you just going to step over them so you can get to your car, or are you going to pause and see if they need some help? Uh, you know, it's interesting now with cell phones, and I see cars on the side of the road, I don't stop anymore. 20 years ago, it was pretty common, to let me go see if they're Okay. But now you know that they've got a cell phone and that they've called somebody, or you assume they do. Uh, and then sometimes we had some weird incidents where people asked us for things, and then yeah. so I'm a little gun shy but <laughs> when it comes to helping people because it's a little bit sketchy at times. But again, um, you, you know what's in front of you. Can you serve people? Can you serve your your, the, your family members? Can you serve your coworkers? Can you serve your neighborhood? Um, in just practical ways. It's not, you, you know, I don't see this great, well, you know, you have to do a, a huge barbecue and preach the gospel with, with, a, with a band and evangelism in your backyard. He says, just, just get, help visit people, you know. And then uh, this idea of visiting them in prison, you got to realize people, out, people are in prison whether they're in behind bars or not. Mm-hmm. And so we know people who are just bound by their sin, whether it be uh, addiction to something, or they're just uh, self-so selfish. They're they're unhappy. And so visiting them, um, talking to them, loving them with the love of Christ. So let's look at some verses here, Romans fourteen eighteen, and let's see how these instruct us in how to serve.
4: For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God. And approved by men.
0: Okay, so read 17. I think that helps, maybe not.
4: For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, so whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. Okay, so what is that saying to us? So let me read 13 through 17 through 18 here and let's see if that helps us all. Therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. I know and am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it is unclean. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. But what you eat do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. So do not let what you regard as good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. Claire's mud, right?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, if you know, if you're doing something acceptable to Christ, you're likely doing something acceptable to your fellow man mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, him a, giving him giving something to drink. You know?
1: But I think the hardest thing is, is you're in a parking lot and a mother comes up to you with the child and wants some money. Are you not? Know, I, I'm still, I just don't know when to say no. Mm-hmm. It's
0: so hard. And I think that we we trust, hopefully, that the Lord will, will, when you give, you give, and you go, okay, it's not, you know, it's I've been blessed, so I'm going to bless others, and that He will. So, like, the challenge that, that Steve was talking about are, you know, ones who are habitually always coming back. And, and those are the ones where I think, you know, first time, okay, sure. Second time, mm, what's going on? Third time, it's like, well, okay, am I really helping you here? Um, and so the challenge is because Jesus is really talking about, or Paul here, and Jesus too, but talking about relationship, right? So if I know that what I'm doing, if, I, if I'm eating something now, this was back when they were eating. Um, Meat temple that was given otherwise. to idols in the temple because you could get it a lot cheaper that way. Um, and so if you, if you knew it, 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 would stumble somebody if they knew you were eating it. He, he's saying basically, well, don't just sit in front of them and eat it and say, look look at the liberty and the freedom I have. He's saying serve them. Don't, you know, if they find it unclean, don't eat it in front of them. Don't, don't force your liberty upon them. And again, so this goes back to considering others. And their benefits. And so again, Connie, to your point, I think it's it's one of those things where you have those quick prayer, go, Lord, how can I really help this person? Is money gonna do it? Um, is or is that is that helpful to them? Um and again, that's when we it's tough. There's a huge tension, I agree. It is like how do we how do we see the need and not fulfill the need, but then how do we feel whether or not we're really helping them or whether we're just enabling them.
1: I've known of some people who have put little care packages together in Ziploc bags Mm -hmm. um, of different items that when something like that happens, they just pull it out of their car and it's there to give to those people that do have, you know, that come up to you as you're in the Walmart parking lot, because that happens often right? In I usually kid.
0: get approached about buying tamales. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and they're
1: good. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know, I never carry cash, I need to start doing that for that reason. Well, that's and that's what I was going to
1: say, is that I mean, we don't, a lot of us don't carry cash these days, so to to offer somebody, I mean, we may even feel like, oh yes, I want to give to this person, but I don't have anything on me. I think, you know, it's 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 again it's that preparing, it's that mind of having that servant heart that, you know, I know there's going to be need around me in the world as I go out into the world. So how do I prepare myself to, to be yeah. a giver, you know, in those moments when I am compelled by the spirit. But oftentimes if you're compelled by the spirit, he offers he gives you what you need to offer too. So yeah.
4: Steve. One of the things I noticed over there because I face that very same thing over in uh, L.A. over there, a woman with a baby and whatnot, and it's difficult, but uh, I've learned from my uh, the two wives that I've had, Marilyn and Vaughn, over there, having their open hand, but it's it's not really my money. And pastor, probably, I've learned uh, pastors over there, when you receive something or you're, uh, you're, you've been given a gift of money, a stewardship, and so basically I, I, I say, well, Lord, is this a divine appointment you know and, and kind of ask, say, the look over the situation over there, and um, like Pastor says the first time or whatnot. But it's if it's really not my money and, and you're really giving it, uh, just walk in faith that, that the Lord it's the Lord's money and He'll be able to use it in the manner of which you intended yeah. or He intends through
0: you. And I think that it's important that we recognize some people have just the gift of generosity they're just giving all the time and and others don't so don't you always have to be careful to not feel like well that person gives whenever that whenever someone asks them like i need to be like the way well no not necessarily serve the lord and so we walk at the lord now should we be giving people absolutely but what does that look like it's going to look a little bit different from person to person what god loves is someone who gives cheerfully so if I give somebody five bucks and I'm, I'm just ticked off the whole time and thinking, man, I should do this just because I guess I'm a Christian. I should give this to them. Uh, that's probably not that's what God... Like,
1: that's not exactly Christian. I don't yeah, think
0: that's yeah. what God is looking for. As well as, so.
1: I think, too, based off of this passage, not to be judging like, well, I'll give this to you, but, you know... I, um, just having that judgment of, I just know you're going to go spend it on cigarettes. Or, right. You know?
0: Well, or it's like when you have someone over to your house and you know they struggle with alcohol. And you, you know, you hide the wine or whatever. And you're like, oh, man, I really wish this dinner would have been a lot better with wine. You know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> instead, of, instead of going, no, it's my delight to do that because it's really not about the wine. It's about this person. Right. And so I think that, again, it's that service side. Of how do we serve others and know them? First uh, Peter 4, 10 and 11. So how does that help us understand what what true service is? reason if we're processing that, yeah, no I agree.
2: And and uh, you know this passage, you know, when it was first read, you know, it sort of I had to think about it because it sort of implied that there were things you had to do. hmm
0: By itself it does, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: In order to be a sheep.
0: Right. Yeah, in context though we know there's a bigger thing. Yeah. Y- you know uh, but, yeah,
3: well, yeah, and it says, as each has received a gift, and we all receive different gifts, right right, so we don't all have the same thing to right. offer anyway but i' what I 'm talking about is motivation, mm-hmm. why we 're doing this, I mean the discussion
2: of judging this person that you 've been giving gas to uh, i don 't know how you how do you handle that I mean, if you're judging
3: them, you 're not supposed to be judging them, but on the other hand. Just so don't worry about it. Move, move on. Right. I mean, if you give them money, move on.
0: Yeah. I think, and if you don't give them money, move on. I think that the challenge that we have too is 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 our definition. Well, well, I think well, I, well, I think well, a decision we decision has to be made. I think yeah. it, it borders not so much on judgment but discernment. And I think there's a big difference. God has given us, through the Holy Spirit, the gift of discernment. And so we ask, Lord, is this the right thing to give to this person at this moment in time? Help me discern what's best for that. Um, And so I think that... Uh, it's not a judgment of, well, these people are just low-lifes and they're going to hell. That's not the judgment, right? The judgment is, is Lord, how can I help this person? Is it right for me to help this person right now in this moment in time? Do I have the means in this moment in time where I can give in such a way that I can, like Harold said, just move on? Okay, here you go. I move on. Um, can I? You know? And so I think those are all those factors. that. But again, to your point, I don't sit there and go, well... I want to be a sheep, so I guess I better give this to him. That's that's not the reason because again if we look at well, the work easily, I
2: mean sure. you might think about this when you do give.
0: Right. But here's the thing though, to, to that point, the people the people who were the sheep, well when did we do this? Mm-hmm. See exactly. if you're if you're keeping count of well, God look, I did this, this and this, because that would be the motivation piece, right? So yeah. Well
5: not to do it to make you look better. <laughs> right, or to think, feel more secure yeah, in my I'm salvation. Be <laughs> yeah. Me, you know? yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think
1: you're making this all pretty complicated. If you feel compelled to give somebody yeah. something, mm-hmm. you do it. God'll mm-hmm. take care of the after effects. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. you don't
2: yeah. feel compelled, I'm don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, don't think oh no, this that he always been here always If if in your heart you want to give, you give it. Mm. And don't worry about it.
2: Yeah,
3: well,
1: exactly. let
2: God
3: we're, to we're done for the we're done for the day then, uh, Kathy.
1: No, I agree.
3: Yeah. No, 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 it's, it's right. right. Mm-hmm. Don't don't, sure. don't fret over it. Don't yeah. don't
4: don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, if it's not Taxes, ours, we have all these places in town that provide to them, so aren't we indirectly
0: Already doing it.
1: That's them? not your problem to worry about. Mm-hmm. You give it and mm-hmm. let God
3: do His thing. I see the people on the street corner. You go to give them food, they don't want that. They right.
0: just want the money. Well, then not your... they don't give it. Well, and, and that's what you're
3: like, okay. And you'd see the same guy every day
2: you go to the store. And dog. And dog. dog. Oh, oh,
4: dog. Yeah. I saw one guy walk I
0: saw one guy walk out with a tray of Starbucks. <laughs> then then I, I, my heart was judgmental and God's like, well maybe someone gave him a Starbucks card there on you, the street.
3: There you
0: go. There you go. At least
1: the drugs. It's so
0: easy to say that they don't need it, but that one person... Yeah, And, and back to Kathy saying, if you want to give, give. If you don't, don't. It's not a big deal, right? Amen. All right.
1: Well, and why wouldn't we want them? I mean, if we get to be treated, if we treat ourselves to a coffee, why wouldn't we want them? It's that doing good unto others as we want to receive, you know, goodness of the Lord. So I think it's a it's just that matter of of where is our heart in how we think and look at others right but I get, you know what you're saying because okay treating someone to a coffee but the better best use of the money wouldn't be the most expensive coffee well, <laughs> right the best right use of yeah. the money would be to walk across the parking lot at McDonald's and get one yeah. that I, I'm told is really good and, and about a fourth right. or less yeah. of the money and then you still have some of what this generous person has given you to feed yourself or sure. or do whatever. Yeah. I mean, and I think it comes down to some life skills for yeah. people. That's a lot of times right. where they are where they are and, you know, y- yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, that's just another complicating factor in all
0: of it. Right. I'm just going to take Kathy with me everywhere. She's just <laughs> like, like, you want to give it to him? No. Then Okay, don't. No. <laughs> Psalm 100, verse 2. Serve
4: the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing.
0: Okay, so how does that instruct us on how to serve? Be
4: happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, that's, I think that's, that really that's
0: supports what... Kathy, if you point. can do it and with a glad heart, do it. If not, don't do it. I mean, you know... Yeah. Uh, well, she can make
5: so a,
1: you, you can, can
0: make a joyful noise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or if it's if when we are turn the radio giving,
5: on. I, say, I don't need help.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. too when we are giving and serving, we are in the
1: presence of the Lord. I think thinking of it that way, True. we are always in the presence of the Lord. So,
0: First Thessalonians one verse nine. Yeah, I want to make sure we all know where things well, they are they
4: themselves declare concerning us what manner of entry we had to you and now and how we uh, turn to God from idols uh, to serve the living and true God
0: Okay. how does that help us understand service This one's not complicated, so don't, they don't overthink it. <laughs>
3: report concerning us. In other words, we, they had a good reputation.
0: Okay. And they turned from serving idols to God. serving God. And that's really, again, either you're serving something other than God uh, you know, or, or you're serving God. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of two things. Serving self, serving the things of this world, or serving God. Yeah. Because whatever you worship... And whatever you give your attention to um, is what you worship. So I mean it's it's, it's a challenge. Uh, John twelve twenty-six.
5: If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. Okay. If anyone serves the Father, will honor him.
0: Okay. Great. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so how does that help us with serving? God good. and we follow christ again we, we look to jesus we follow jesus in all of this because we can get caught up as we have which is great it's great discussion in well when do i give how do i give should i give what's my heart when i give all this stuff which is great discussion to have but ultimately it comes back to where am i am i fixing my eyes on jesus and I think when we do that and we serve and we follow him, we ask that question, well, when did I do those things? And because it's just an outflow of a life in Christ. Now, again, we talk about this all the time. It'd be great if we weren't clothed in the flesh and we were in our glorified bodies and then we wouldn't think about some of these motivations that we have. But the enemy and our flesh try to thwart every good work that God wants to do and accomplish in and through us. And so we have this battle that's there all the time to where we have discussions like this. Well, I don't know when to give or how I should give or, or, or whatnot because we are, we are, again, held back by the flesh very often. But again, serve the Lord, follow him. Okay, so don't follow whatever those schemes are to make you feel like you're in heaven. Anyway, <laughs> Luke 17, 7 through 10.
5: Will any one of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him when he has come in from the field, come at once and sit down at the table? Will, will he not get, rather say to him, prepare supper for me and dress properly and serve me while I eat and drink and afterward you will eat and drink? Does he thank the servant because he did what, he, what was commanded? to 10 okay mm-hmm. so you also when you have done all that you were commanded say we are unworthy servants we have only done what we what was our duty
0: okay 1710 is kind of one my, uh, my go-to text for what it means to be in ministry and to be in service to the lord um, the way I memorized it, I can't remember if it was NIV or what, but I, I'm, I'm I'm, an unprofitable servant merely doing my duty. Um, because I think sometimes in all this discussion that we've talked about with serving, uh, we're looking for some sort of validation of self instead of just going, wait a second... Let's be honest. I'm a I'm a lowly servant. I'm I'm not deserving of what God has done for me. I'm He has done everything for me. The the natural response is to serve Him and to attend to His needs. In fact, when you look at those scriptures that say wait on the Lord, it's not sit. It's actually more in line with how a waiter would wait on somebody. You wait on the Lord. You bring. You, you make sure you attend to the needs of the Lord. Now we know the Lord doesn't have any needs, but but he does want us to serve and to follow him and recognize that it's not about me. I'm just, I'm just a servant. That's all I am. And, and so I'm just doing my duty, uh, as, as a called and redeemed person of Christ. Now, again, we can go (laughs) too far and whip ourselves on the back and say, I'm just a miserable person all the time, blah, 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 blah. And, and not, and then that draws the attention again to ourselves, Instead of going, look, I'm serving this person. I'm serving the Lord. So,
3: I think the footnote on this one in this version is really good. Read it. We owe God our full service and truly can do him no favors. God does not owe us thanks for our, our obedience. In Christ, he does not forever punish us for our disobedience, but forgives us graciously when we, he returns, we will eat and drink in his kingdom as he has served us. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So, he's done it all. He's done it all. It's interesting, there? not only has he done it all, but I was going to say, it's one of the great joys I have is coming to church and, and looking at uh, the different ministries that the different people have, um, Connie and Kathy and whatnot, of serving in the, the different aspects, and people were the Lord well. I remember uh, complimenting this one woman uh, family, a friend of mine, but she had seven kids and just a mar- just a wonderful spirit, and just say, man, you you know, just Lord bless you for it. She says, well, it's all. If you see any good in me, it's it's the Lord in me. And it says, obviously, but when you wear the Lord well and you're walking up there, it's nice to acknowledge that. Sometimes when you see something that's, it encourages you. I mm-hmm. mean, you're you the spring of yourself that so there is a god i mean i'm looking at your ministry of what you do and i'm thankful for that mm-hmm. that's that's powerful
0: yeah so now we all know how to or perfectly serve the yeah. lord and <laughs> yeah, we've got it down now yeah. no yeah. questions yeah. we're all good to go, yeah, we're good to uh, go. <laughs> but i think all of us would agree it's it's a delight to serve the lord and when we serve him with gladness um, it even it, God's such a blessing God when we give him the attention he blesses us when he receives the glory it's to our benefit and it's just a, he's just a wonderful God that we uh, what was that old uh, what a mighty God we serve maybe you, guys, maybe you guys remember that old old chorus yeah Angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him, what
4: a mighty God
0: we serve. Okay, well, maybe I need to, inter- no, never mind. It's, I was like 12, so anyway, let's pray. Lord, thank you again uh, that we get the, the joy of serving you. You are uh, one who served us well, and so because of that, Lord, uh, you have made it easy for us to serve. Help us not to get in the way. Help us just to delight in you and keep our attention on you, the, the world and and all uh, the, the, the wiles of the enemy and our flesh are constantly trying to get us to take our eyes off of you. Um, Lord, give us the ability to, to fix our eyes upon you, the one who is writing and finishing our faith. In Jesus' name, amen.